Who would you guys recruit for your very own monster squad? Ooh. Yeah. So the question is, who's going to help me fight monsters, not who's going to attack me? That's correct. You started a club. Originally, you're called the Monster Gang. Club, <laughs> and then you change it over to the Monster Squad when you're ready to fight them. So who are you bringing in? Step one, not you guys. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I get crazy, son. Yeah. Um, so if I'm fighting monsters, I don't know. I'd probably want like The Rock. <laughs> well, he's in all the action films. Are we talking sure. like yeah. anybody? Uh, from anybody. Anybody. That's what I'm guessing. Oh. It can yeah. also be fictional, right? We're fighting Dracula. Okay, yeah. Um, oof. I think The Rock covers it all for me. <laughs> just, the, just you and The Rock? I've seen mostly it's The Rock. It's not a squad, it's the yeah. monster duo. I'm no, just... John's going to have five versions of The Rock. He's going <laughs> to yeah. have Rampage Rock. He's going to have Wrestling Bingo. Rock. He's going to have and rock. Fast and Furious Rock. Two Fairy Rock? I probably, or is that Vin Diesel? No, 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 that's The Rock. That's The Rock. I probably right. won't have a lot to do <laughs> with it anyway. I'm like... Doom yeah. Rock, you could have the Demon I'm Rock. I'm Kevin right? Hart to The Rock, okay? Then I'm, I'm gonna, just there I'm going to for... fill out John's group for him. It's going to be The Rock. Yeah. It's going to be fucking... Stone Cold um, Steve Austin. <laughs> it's going to be uh, What's-His-Face Who Plays Drax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Batista, Batista, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. You know, just a, <laughs> really? You want a bunch of wrestlers? <laughs> yeah. I'm going with the wrestling squad here. Um, Man, oh, question Michael how Macho uh, Man was not even included on that? Great call. That's because I failed at picking a good squad. Oh, he would definitely <laughs> be on there. And um, Schwarzenegger, but the Punisher, not the Punisher, um, Predator version of Schwarzenegger. All right, R.I.P. John's Monster Squad. <laughs> They're all going down real quick. No, I think I got a pretty solid, if not smart, muscly squad. I'll have to be the brains, which I does mean we're going down very quick. I yes. think your squad's pushing 30, 30 members now, based on that list. Yeah. Well, it's more like a monster gang. <laughs> what do you got, Garrett? Oh, man. You know, I thought about it, and it's just going to be Corey, Corey Feldman from all the different movies. <laughs> It's going to so be Corey Feldman from Lost Boys. It's going to be Corey Feldman as Jason's son. Um, Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis. Ooh, Jarvis. I forgot yeah, about that. Good old TJ. TJ! <laughs> um, yeah, just, and basically, uh, Feldman from License to Drive. Feldman Go- from... Goonies, right? Feldman from Goonies, yeah. <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll be like our little kid, like the little girl in Monster Squad. He'll be like that. He'll be like, little Feldman, watch out! And he'll be like, call me Mouth. <laughs> so basically, it's just going to be it's going to be uh, GT and the Feldmans. That's going to be we're going to double as a, a band that fights uh, monsters. It's kind of like Scooby Doo, but with uh, Garrett and a bunch of Corey Feldmans and less it's potheads. Like, it's not like you got a Saturday Night Live band. G Smith and the Saturday Night Live band. <laughs> GT and the Corey Feldmans. Okay. All right, here's mine. Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Oh Lord, here I we mean, go. I mean, he is a fucking here vampire hunter. Here we go. Oh yeah, I should have gone with Van Helsing from uh, Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil. I didn't know. I didn't go all video game here. Max Payne from the Max Payne game. Legolas. No, that guy's got issues. I'd never pick Max Payne. That dude is a broken man. Um, <laughs> we're going with the real Ghostbusters, Egon Spangler. I need a smart guy on the team that can build all our equipment. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. It's the real. What Ghostbusters if you found version? out that? What if you found out that he actually just faked his PhDs and he actually wasn't smart at all? God, well, I've I've seen him in enough cartoons that I know that he knows what he's talking about. Well, he invented the proton pack. Like. Yeah. And I'm going with blonde hair one because he made a lot more cool shit than the movie one. Fair, okay, okay so yeah, yeah. That's why I picked him. Um, also need a predator because I want something that can go on, you know, recon missions, go invisible, get in there, get uh, some shit done. Wait, did you better. say a straight up predator? A straight yeah. up predator. Yeah. Mark's way better at picking you wouldn't, a squad you wouldn't than pick I am. Danny, Danny Glover from Predator 2? <laughs> nah, he's getting too old for this shit. But he took down a predator. <laughs> he got that classic gun. Yeah, he got lucky. He didn't get lucky. Look, you think it was all skill? He, he, out, he, he outskilled uh, Gary Busey. 
Oh, well, that's not tough. <laughs> I don't know. Busey's wily, man. You can just uh, lay some cocaine on a plate and yeah. snort me and then outsmart Busey. It's caught in a box, like one of those traps. It's just a box and a stick, and that's how you catch Care Busey. Robocop. I need a guy that's going to have morality, and he's going to be able to take some hits. And we're going to use the flight of the navigator ship to get around. I hate everything I about what you just said. <laughs> Uh, some of my, uh, my, my tag-ins. Okay, wait, hold like, on, hold on. But that okay. note, John, what would your vehicle be? Well, with the size of my squad, I'm going to need like a Greyhound bus. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to need a charter bus. Yeah. Let's give you the magic school bus. <laughs> They're going to see us coming from a mile away. Okay, that's fair. I'm picking that thing from Mad Max with a guy who's like bound to the guitars. Just bouncing back and forth Shooting on the it. fire out of it, just like, <laughs> That'd be a good way to go into it. Like, hey, Dracula, they're coming. I can hear them a mile away. <laughs> Um, my, my, uh, my, my tag ins was going to be Ash Williams, but I figured he was way too, uh, uh, everybody around him dies. So I, I, I didn't want him <laughs> on the squad and, uh, Gizmo and one could say he also is maybe getting too old for this shit. That's true. And I want to have Gizmo on the team so I can weaponize gremlins. Oh, okay. Jesus, Mark. Yeah. Mark's really got a, a, an advanced squad situation. Listeners, if you have any ideas for Mark and a hobby, please let us know because my man has got way too much time on his hands. I've got no room. I'm building squads over here. Squad goals. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? Pretty good. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, some newcomer right guest. here. Yeah. Yeah, are we going to call him special guest? Well, In the studio with us today. <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> is Leroy. Tied, tied up in the basement. Hey, y'all. How's it going, Leroy? It's going pretty good. It smells very bacony in here. <laughs> yeah, there was bacon that was just made. Yeah. Wherever Garrett studio. goes, the smell of breakfast isn't far behind. <laughs> That's a good man. That's what you want in a man, right? Got that Ron Swanson aroma. Yeah, yeah. Leroy, do you have a monster squad? I have a monster squad because I'm always ready for a monster squad. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is like, well, okay, I'll just, I'll just name it off. So Monster Squad, first off, Blackula, because you got to have monsters fighting monsters because that's amazing. Okay. So Blackula is my Monster Squad because Blackula versus Dracula would be great. <laughs> that uh, sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then uh, Kitaro of Gigigi no Kitaro, which is like some manga character. He's a half yokai, half kid. If you don't know him, look him up. He's adorable and sweet. And, you know, he kind of fills in that genre of monsters I like, which are like good guy monsters. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite kind of monsters generally because, you know, we're all just misunderstood monsters, right? That's true. And uh, let me think. Who else are we going to have? Uh, oh, um, Dr. Alien from Dr. Alien, an early David Dakota film. The uh, If you don't know David Dakota, he's kind of like a horror film auteur, gay horror film auteur. He does a lot of really interesting Basically, movies that are just like half naked guys walking around or getting undressed or dressed. Hear that, ladies? That's right. Is he a PhD or a medical doctor? Oh, man. Uh, I think Dr. Alien is, first of all, a lady doctor. Okay. Uh, So I think she may be. That was very poor of you to presume, John. Yeah, she said they. Sorry, I got to work on my gender neutral pronouns. You got to be more gender neutral these days. Uh, So Dr. Alien is is a female from another planet where they like, you know, they're having issues with. uh, 
uh, having kids or something like that. Okay. And so she's back on Earth to like, basically, I don't know if y'all have seen Earth Girls Are Easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of plot where it's like they're trying to like basically hook up with people on, on Earth to like help populate their planet. Okay. Great movie if you've never seen it. I highly recommend it. Humans are sexy, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Dr. Alien's pretty sexy. She's got a big blue head, you know. You know, okay. Silver, silver suit. She's great. Uh, and then who else? She check marks all my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> blue head, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, random one. I don't know. I would say something like, uh, oh gosh, Polly Shore from In the Army. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to run out with other monsters. So I have another random monster I love, Frankenhooker from Frankenhooker, because she's great and uh, one of my favorite directors. Of course, I'm trying to remember the name of him now. Of course, skipping my head, but awesome monster as well. So there you go, monsters versus monsters. That's my squad. All right. What's your method of transportation? Method of transportation, I always think about this car because it's a great car. I don't know if you know the rock band The Mummies, but The Mummies Mobile, it's like a 54 Chevy ambulance. It's basically like the Ghostbusters car, but theirs just has like The Mummies on the side instead okay. of the Ghostbusters emblem. All right, all right. That sounds Pretty dope. sweet car. It <laughs> never runs. Every time I've seen them perform, it's always like they're coming in on the vehicle but it's like surfing on top of it because it doesn't work anymore. So it's, it's a 54 Chevy ambulance. You got a good squad. Thanks. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's no wrestling squad, but... It's no wrestling squad. <laughs> Out of the Greyhound bus comes 45 wrestlers and John. Yeah. Uh, John just snuck on the WWE bus. Yeah. And he's just like, it's my squad now. What's up, squad? <laughs> well, before we get going here, a couple of bits of news that I came across. The Witches from 1990s getting a remake. Are you guys familiar with that one? Yeah, that's the one with um, Angelica Houston, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. Uh, The little kids turn into rats. They're in some hotel. I think Mr. Bean's in it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you know, I was telling Vanessa about that the other day. Um, She'd never seen it. It was fantastic. Uh, The the little puppetry and the witches are disgusting. Dude, they're so creepy. Um, For a kid's movie, that's pretty creepy. I wanted to bring it up because it was one of the films I saw, like, in the theater as a kid, and and, uh, the witches were pretty off-putting. This remake is getting done by Robert Zemeckis of Back to the Future fame. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's getting produced by Guillermo del Toro also. So. Yeah, but that dude's like... Got his hands all over yeah, his everything. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. I think it's got a... Um, usually not into remakes myself, but this has got some people involved that uh, I'm looking forward to see what they can do. I think, I think it could be okay. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm going to be real with you. That movie hasn't aged completely well in parts. Uh, some parts of it's a bit kind of dull. Uh, and this kid nowadays would probably be like bored for a good chunk of it, except for the parts where, of course, the witches show up and terrify the hell out of everybody. <laughs> uh, so a remake, I think that's one of the movies that actually could get a pretty good remake, especially if they, like, you know, stayed true to the gruesomeness. Right. Benefit from a remake? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had been probably, I probably have not seen witches this century, so uh, <laughs> it's been a while. So you gotta watch it once a century. <laughs> Just a Good rule. Point. Once a century. <laughs> I, I've got very little time to squeeze it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, there was announcement of a Terminator sequel moving forward. Um, the Terminator sequel is going to scrap everything after Judgment Day, so it's going to be direct sequel to, to to that one. So they're pulling a Halloween situation. <laughs> yeah, Garrett, I love the look you just did. Where you just like <clears throat> I hate I hate so much what they're doing with Terminator stuff. It is a yeah. fucking mess. But- Maybe this is a good opportunity to reset that continuity because it's pretty fucking disastrous. But that being said, though, it's like it's such a real weird expectation where you can just go back and negate an entire franchise, which I'm not saying doesn't need to be done sometimes. I mean, the the Halloween thing they're doing sounds great compared to like what was in the later films. But at the same time, it also sets a real weird precedent because at any point someone's like, well, I don't like what they did in Terminator (laughs) 2.5. 
I'm going to boot it back to one. Yeah. This is 1.5 and it's the new it, timeline. Uh, from the comic book industry, Look, right? Mar- no, Every Mar- three weeks, it's no. like new episode number one or <laughs> new issue number one. Marvel had to go back and basically eliminate all their multiverses to basically get rid of that garbage town. Yeah. And but, I mean, so the same thing's going to happen right? to have a ho- well, DC reboots the new 52, like every year. Yeah, like every, so, so this, it just finally moved into movies now. T3 so, is trash. Uh, well, Arnold T3 wasn't hand. terrible. No, T3 was so awful. bad. He did says, you like talk it? to did the you hand like and more? puts on star glasses. Did you like it's it awful. more than you liked the Christian Bale one? No. I think the Christian Bale one's better than that, but that one's not very good either. The one memory I have of Terminator 3 is like a giant blast door coming down, and Arnold Schwarzenegger being like, it's some kind of door. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, it's pretty bad, you. but I'm just saying like visually there was some pretty good. Cool. They, they did nuke the fucking earth at the end of that, which I thought was like, okay, cool. They committed to this ending. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll give them that, but the rest of the film was no good. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to um, make excuses. Terminator Genesis is just borderline unwatchable. I'm going to be honest. Terminator is just a, a concept. Terminator 2 was kind of boring to me. It was a good movie. I'll give it credit, but I just, the moment, every time they announce a new Terminator thing, I'm just like, oh, fucking just make something new. Like, anything. I can't, I've got it. So how far, like, this is a thing I'm kind of curious about, like, how far do you think they can go before it's just like, before you as an audience are like, let's just reboot this instead of like, sequel after sequel. Because I guess they've had kind of soft reboots, right? Yeah. Cause I, I haven't seen anything Bale since Terminator one, 2. I think was a Christian soft Bale's reboot. a soft reboot. Okay. And then the, the newest one with whatever that Actress I can't stand from Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, Amelia Clark. Or yeah, Clark. that's her. Yeah. She, that one was kind of a reboot because they kind of did time travel. Or it was like, oh, we're we're wiping the stuff that happened because we've done this, which negates those. Yeah, I don't so. think there are a lot of people who are very invested in the Terminator lore. They're just <laughs> going there to watch, uh, ter- you know, robots fight each other. I'm not going to um, consider any of these a reboot until Arnold Schwarzenegger is no longer in them. Because he's been in every single one of these to some capacity. It's like, dude. Well, now with their new ability to put, you know, dead people in movies. Sorry, I know you're not dead, Arnold. <laughs> but uh, I don't think he's ever not going to be in them. Yeah, I don't know. It's holding them back. I'll tell you where they need to go. They need to finally do Robocop versus Terminator. I've been no, screaming about don't. it for a year. No, now. they don't. <laughs> oh, that game is amazing. I want to see it on film. No. I think it'd be fun. Let me, let me give you two examples of why they shouldn't. Freddy versus Jason Love and it. Alien versus Predator. Sucks. Those sounds like both 50, examples 50. of why they should do it. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah are they so even wrong. owned by the same studio? Probably not. I know uh, RoboCop was Orion back in the day, but who owns it now? Are they actually who doing knows? a second RoboCop? That remake they made was fucking terrible. Not. They need to avoid that. We are franchise. way off the path of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Remake Talk. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Today we're talking about Monster Squad. Um, came out in 1987. And was directed by Fred Decker uh, and written by Shane Black. Uh, Shane Black, of who's putting out Predator. Well, he also was one of the original the writers Predator. for the original Sorry. Predator, too. Right, exactly. He was in the film, too. Yes. Um, also did Iron Man 3. Not to take us off the path, but have y'all seen the trailers for the new Predator or trailer? I don't want to talk about that. Okay, yeah. Was it actually That's how a, a trailer or was it a teaser? It's a trailer. It's a are... full-on trailer. Yeah, it's like two minutes long, so... It's... I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, but that trailer You should not off of that trailer. Lower those expectations <laughs> way down. But I, I anyway. like the franchise enough that I'm probably going to see it one way yeah, or another. Yeah, me but... too. That's why they keep making them. So director Fred Decker only has four credits to his name. Here's what he's done. Night of the Creeps, which is Hell amazing. Yeah. It's basically... Uh, What's the slug movie we did recently? Slither. Slither. Yeah, it's basically Slither. Uh, the Monster Squad. He did an episode of Tales from the Crypt, and he directed RoboCop 3. Which one was RoboCop 3? It's where he gets the jetpack, and yeah, it sucks. Yeah, he can fly. 
Yeah. That's I, don't need, I didn't even know there was a RoboCop 3. Yeah. Well, now you do. Don't oh. bother. They make Ed 209 a good guy, and he's hanging out with children. It's, yeah, it's yeah. basically a movie for kids. It is definitely a kid movie. Yeah. Bad film. So, guys, uh, Monster Squad was... Uh, like an early example of a film they kind of got me interested in more like kind of the macabre and, and horror classic horror monster stuff um did you guys see this when it originally came out back in the day no this was the first time i ever saw this movie <laughs> wait just like right now like, when like you watched it? yeah like last night when i watched it for this episode oh, wow. of the podcast I, I like coming into these kind of things where one of us has never seen it before because it's like a fresh eyes on a uh, you know a 40 year old property yeah so I'm interested to see what you have to say about it. Garrett, did you watch this back in the day? I didn't see it at the theater, but I did watch it back in the day. I think when it came to video, that was around the time that we we had first gotten a video, a VCR, a video, a video player, a VCR. <laughs> and um, I think my my parents were looking for things to to let us watch on it. So right now, at we, least ten of our listeners are like, "What the fuck is a VCR?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Betamax, but for the cool kids. Um, no, so I, I did have a copy of Monster Squad on VHS, and we wore that tape into the ground. I uh, This is one of the films that I got to watch at my neighbor's house. Uh, my neighbor, Matt and JJ, they uh, had a library of VHS tapes where I guess they had just rented tons and tons of stuff and taped it, uh, then bootlegged it, and they had like a little booklet that you had to flip through to figure out what tape had what movie. It was like a registry of films. <laughs> wow. Um, and this is one of the ones I watched. I watched a lot of shit that my parents probably would have frowned on over at their place, and I was thankful I lived next door to them. <laughs> With um, their movie registry. I had, I, had, I had the same kind of neighbors. They didn't have as much of that, but they had like all the... Their parents were like, oh, R-rated? That's fine. So I saw a lot of stuff, and I was like, Whoa. But uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But they also had the uh, the videotapes with like multiple movies recorded on it, and we had to kind of like put the tape in and find out what it was. Um, yeah, well, they didn't label it the tape themselves. Well, the like, labels would come thing? off, dude. The labels would come off yeah. so easy. Yeah, uh, we had one of those tapes. Like we had um, a bunch of Looney Tunes on a tape, and one day I invited a bunch of friends. Oh, we're gonna watch a bunch of cartoons, and we put a tape in. It was my parents' like wedding tape, and I was like, "What the hell? We couldn't find it." Was Labels are important, people. Where's the coyote? This one's not funny at all. <laughs> 90s kid problems. <laughs> <laughs> For real. What about you, Leroy? Oh, man. So I think it's, I mean, 87, I think we all would have been babies anyways when this came out in the theater. And I think it was only in theaters for like two weeks. Not Some even of that. us were young men. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's funny because like, you know, the history of it, it's it's funny to look back. It's like, yeah, it came out, it was a bomb. And then they literally took it out of theaters the next week. So we would have had a pretty limited time to see it. <laughs> But I did recall like going to like the HEB video rental place back in the day, uh, picking this up and then watching it like in my room in like a tent I made or whatever as a kid. That's what's up. With that said, though, I got to follow that up with uh, I saw this as a kid probably a couple of hundred times. But yeah. because, you know, there was no Internet and there was no like, you know, it was a rental and stuff. You know, it's like you only remember so many things as a kid or whatever and yeah. titles of films and stuff. So growing up, I actually thought I made up this movie in my head. I thought <laughs> this was other movies because I would think back to like scenes like Dracula getting impaled on the church fence or um, the the clubhouse exploding or uh, the mummy like sneaking out of the museum. Things like that where I'd be like, that couldn't have been one film. That's too many awesome things in one movie. That had to have been several other films. <laughs> yeah, I literally. So thought you thought it, it was this movie was a mashup of all the other films you'd watched as a kid. Yeah, that's amazing. And so <laughs> growing up, you know, and then like eventually when we got the internet, like in the late in the nineties, I'd try and look it up and like, oh, like I'd try and look up the description of the right. film. There was like no Reddit or anything back then, so there was no way to find out what this was. 
Which uh, movie did you think Wolfman Got Nards came from? I have no idea. <laughs> the Wolfman. The Wolfman with Benicio del Toro. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just like, I, I thought it was a matchup of other films that I were just like lost to time in my head, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, Leroy, before we get moving in here, I got to give you a monster test so you can be official guest here. Oh, monster shit. test time. Monster test. <laughs> Okay, question one. Two ways to kill a vampire. What are they? <laughs> uh, steak through the heart, garlic, uh, crushing student debt. That's three, right? <laughs> yeah. Those are three. Yeah. Um, sunlight. Don't forget that one. Oh, yeah, sunlight. Uh, number two, Frankenstein. Is that the name of the guy or the monster? So here's the thing, nerds. Uh, at the <laughs> oh, end of the boy, book, here we go. <laughs> it's well, a simple actually, answer, Leroy. <laughs> at the end of the book, he's like, call me Frankenstein, yo. He yells that from the ice cube he's floating away on, so it's totally call, fine to call him Frankenstein, but we'll say the doctor. Okay. <laughs> According to the film, at least, yes. Yeah. Um, what are the two ways to kill a werewolf? Two ways to kill a werewolf. Uh, silver bullets and silver bullets. You are correct. <laughs> the movie Silver Bullet. Yeah. Okay. Question four. <laughs> Frankenberry, Booberry, or Count Chocula? Oh, man. I'm actually a big fan of the Fruit Brute. Um, All right. It's never like... Deep cut. I know. <laughs> Deep uh, cut cereal. Look, I'm into the monster cereals, too. I'm into all monster stuff. But yeah, Fruit Brute, I love a lot. If I had to really choose... I mean, I'm going to go classic and Count Chocula. Okay. I'll Good let choice. it pass. If you said Booberry, I'd punch you in the stomach. Any, any of those choices <laughs> is going to end up with diarrhea, so it doesn't really matter what you pick at that point. But Fruit Brute diarrhea is the best diarrhea. <laughs> of the diarrhea. <laughs> the diarrhea. If you're going to shit yourself, I mean, come on, guys. They did do a re-release a few years back of Yummy Mummy Fruit Brute and the other one, so I did get to try some Fruit Brute. And you're right. It's better than the main three uh, that they keep releasing every year. I actually bought those, and it's funny because I bought like three boxes of each, and I was like, I'll keep one in storage, and then I was like, I'm fucking crazy. Why would I keep this in storage? It's food. <laughs> so we just <laughs> ate a bunch of monster cereal for like three weeks. Good choice. And you were full of stomach aches for the next month and a half. <laughs> yeah, that was great. All right, last question. Who is the unofficial Grave Talk mascot? Oh, unofficial Grave Talk mascot. Yikes. I'm going to say it's Garrett. <laughs> I appreciate the, uh, the vote jeans. of confidence, but no, it's definitely not. <laughs> It's our man, Adam Scott. Hellraiser. Adam Scott. Hellraiser's oh, for Adam Scott. Yes, that specific oh, one. That, that Adam Scott. <laughs> that specific version, not the little evil or, or Adam you Scott. You know what I'd like no, to see? No. I'd like to see my uh, my Corey, uh, Corey Feldman wreck. group go up against an army of uh, Adam Scott's. No, you wouldn't. They'd just get wrecked. You think so? <laughs> Does shame. Adam Scott become a Cenobite in 4? I can't. No, I don't think Is so. He's just a victim. He's just a victim. Okay. Could I'm you imagine Adam, Adam Scott, Scott and Cinnabite? <laughs> yes, I would love to imagine that. <laughs> Next T-shirt, we make one up. Shh. They don't know yet, Mark. Don't tell anybody. All right. Gotta so, get that merch. <laughs> gotta get that merch on. All right. So, Monster Squad stars Andre Gower as Sean, Robbie Kiger as Patrick, Duncan Rhaegar as Dracula, Tom Noonan as the Frankenstein monster. Brent Chalem as Horace, a.k.a. Fat Kid. Uh, Ryan Lambert as Rudy and Ashley Blank as Phoebe. Here's what the back of the box has to say about this one. Now, this is this the back of the 80s box? Straight up or? VHS. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> you, you know who to call when you have ghosts, but who do you call about monsters? Just dial 1-800-MONSTER. Whether it's a bat in your belfry or a mummy in your microwave, the Monster Squad ain't afraid of no ghouls. 
When Count Dracula flies in from Transylvania to retrieve an ancient amulet, he calls up some old friends to help in his search. With the weird wolfman, grotesque gill man, mildewed mummy, and freaky Frankenstein by his side, the creepy Count has until midnight to find the amulet and gain control over the delicate balance between good and evil in the world. When police are baffled and parents perplexed, it takes the Monster Squad, headquartered in the local treehouse, to correctly diagnose the full moon madness as actual monster mayhem. As midnight draws near and the ghoulish group gets closer, the Monster Quad... The Monster Monster Quad. quad. (laughs) Hey, it's a new part of the college over in the Monster Quad. Uh... The Monster Squad pulls its questionable resources, getting ready for a monstrous good time, the Monster Squad. They make ghostbusting look like child's play. Ooh, wow. shots fired. Yeah, shots they really fired. played up the Ghostbuster angle that is nowhere to be found in this movie at all. It's almost like that movie was popular around it this almost, time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of wordplay in there, too. Oh, they love their alliteration. Yeah. All right, so... Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> this movie set in the 80s, and if you were a kid in the 80s, uh, this depicts what it was like to be in school back then. Uh, there was no anti-bullying movement. <laughs> yeah, this movie uh, just punches you in the face with how much movies have changed in the last 30 years. I'll tell you that. What is it? In the first three or three to five minutes, we're hit with four... Uh, anti-homosexual slurs <laughs> oh right off the bat. He just keeps repeating it over and over. So I, I actually, I'm going to jump in here because I'm actually glad y'all are bringing this up because that is a thing I did want to bring up in this conversation. Yeah, it hits you with um, body shaming yeah. and uh, uh, homophobia pretty much in the first five minutes of the film. <laughs> the kid's name is Fat Kid. Fat Kid, that's literally what they call him. His, you know, Horace, but they call him Fat Kid. Uh, Any uh, of you guys Fat Kid grown up? Oh, hell yeah. I was. I Some still say scales. I am. And those are the weight scales in the Shut body Shut up, index fatty. Index. God dang it. Here we go again. I'm reliving um, my trauma. Also, they have, I mean. The, we got to put the problematic light up here. The older kid. I who need a safe space. Is what, maybe 13, is a like chain smoker. So Rudy, yeah. As, yeah. We, as we were in the 80s. Like, oh, the yeah. cool kid. Yeah. It's like they yeah. would never let someone that young smoke in a movie now. Was I mean, that Sean? Is it Sean the cool one? Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't let Logan smoke in the Wolverine movies. <laughs> I mean, times are changing, fellas. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've never seen this film, you're going into it. Uh, just be aware that's there. But it is a good representation of what it was really like in the 80s. I also um, would say it's like, it's not a representation of the film overall. It's like right. one part of the film that you can be like, okay, at least they kind of got it out of the way in the beginning. So if you want to just skip over the like the first five minutes, although, I, you know, I, it's a setup, so maybe enjoy some of it. Yeah. You're going to get some like stuff that's like, whoa, this would not fly in a kid film today. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. So the movie starts out with a hundred years prior to the film, Transylvania. Uh, yeah. We're well, watching. It starts out with like a wall of text. Oh, sure. They and blew. really hard to read. Sweet font. Yeah. red uh, gothic text over black you know, perfect, just perfect way to open your film. Yes, which tells you immediately what's going to happen in the scene that, that they then show you. Yeah. It's like, oh, Van Helsing tries and he doesn't succeed. He fails. And then they show That's us great. him failing. Yeah, I love it. Which I'm glad they did, though, because if you think about watching that scene without that context, it would have been like, wait, what the hell just happened here? No, <laughs> no, fair point. And it very clearly says they blew it. Yeah. Yes. They, that part was clever. <laughs> they blew it. <laughs> All I could think. <laughs> I just love that line. You blew it! 
So then we watch that scene unfold. Um, they, it's like they're using a virgin to open up some sort of portal, right? Yes. Um, Which to- it seems like that virgin had no idea what she was brought there for. <laughs> like, I mean, they just kind of like, here you go, yeah. read. And she's like, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah. And you're just like, I thought we were getting cheesecake. Her? Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they kind of, ru- they didn't have Uber, so they had to like get there ASAP, you know? They I feel like wait. they could have had time though. Going by horse and buggy, like, oh, okay, man. strap in, little girl. This is what's <laughs> They were all panicking now. though, you know. They're, the they're, characters yeah. in, these fil- in this film pick the worst virgins yes they are very bad at it even a hundred years later we'll get there um <laughs> so there's some there's an amulet there's this glowing amulet jewel that's supposed to embody everything that is good right and i'm uh, assume that it's the only thing that can stop count dracula yes it is, seems to be at least in the movie yeah it doesn't matter it literally <laughs> is just like it's like the mcguffin or whatever it, yeah. they call him yeah the McGruff of the film. It's the McGruff dog of the film. Yeah. Yeah. So what what happens there? Uh, Van Helsing fails and he gets sucked into the wormhole while the Virgin is trying to uh, do the incantation or whatever. Right. Just stuttering all over. Herself. Yeah. It's the wormhole. Wait, did what? they fail? I thought they. No, they failed. They, oh, they, they, they blew it. They blew it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I guess yeah. They did tell me in text that they blew it. Okay. Wow. You blew it. Uh, where it took him into what's that Catholic place? That's limbo. Limbo. There you go. Yeah. The, the in-between heaven Shout and hell place that only certain Christians <laughs> believe in, but not all Christianity. Well, all right, tone it down, Mark. Right. <laughs> Where's my soapbox? Dust it off. Here we go. Another episode of Religious Talk coming at you. <laughs> so we're going to need a real problematic light today. <laughs> so that propels us into present day, 1987. It said present day, and I was like, oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Fashion paints a very different picture here, fellas. <laughs> yeah. We're introduced to our monster squad, uh, currently the Monster Club. We've got Fat Kid, who goes by Fat Kid. We've got a brother. Not by and his... choice, though. That's important. He wants to be called Horace. But every p- single person in the film calls him Fat Kid. Yeah. Like, I wonder everybody. if his parents call him Fat Kid. Imagine his mom's like, so. time wow. for dinner, Fat Kid. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, if he is like a brown mom, yeah, she definitely called him Fat Kid. But no. Throwing slippers at him. Yeah. Well, Sean and Patrick, who are like the main kids, the cool kids. Well, not the cool kids, but they're like the main kids. Cool for this crowd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were, the, the founders. We'll call them the founders of the Monster Fantastic Club. Stephen King rule shirt. Yes. And yeah. iron-on print letters. Yeah, I would totally rock that t-shirt if that was available for sale. Oh, it is. Yeah, I you should can, Google you can it. Find I it made no site. effort oh, yeah. to find it. I just assumed it wasn't. Uh, you could make it with your own. Just make oh, it that's true. Own. I had a friend give me a shirt like that. And unfortunately, in a size way too small. <laughs> but I still kept it, because why the hell not? Yeah. So these kids are kind of the outcasts of the school. They're way into monster films. One of them has a hot older sister, <laughs> and... Uh, there's a really fun scene at the beginning with fat kid getting picked on by the older brother of the wonder years and they drop a chocolate bar on the floor, but then Sean, the cool kid comes up and makes him eat the candy bar. Rudy. Yeah, that's his name. (laughs) And and we know he's cool because he pulls up on a a, a swing, slides it to a stop. They pan up. He's got rolled up jeans with cuffs. He's got a leather jacket. He's uh, he lights he's, a match on his boots. Yes, he literally is the cool kid. Yeah. I hope to be him when I grow up. <laughs> Honestly, Mark, you like give that dream up right now, brother. <laughs> Damn. I feel like y'all are downplaying how great this scene is. Like introduction to Rudy, you know everything about this character in like the first two seconds That's of true. him on screen. Like he's super cool. <laughs> Everyone's afraid of him. Uh, but he also doesn't take shit. He doesn't like seeing people like picked on. It's great. I'm like, yeah. everything about this character is great. I want to be Rudy. Like, who doesn't want to be Rudy? Who I don't, don't, don't want Rudy. For a kid movie, it definitely worked. Like, yes, like, all right, this is the guy I want to be, like you're yeah. saying. Yeah. 
So also we've got a younger sister named Phoebe who's kind of like the tag along. Did you guys ever have like a, a younger sibling that just always wanted to be a part of like everything you did? Because that's kind of what I got yes, out of it. I had, I had a younger, younger sibling. So, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know that, but now I do. Yeah, I had a younger brother who was kind of the same way. He's always trying to like hang out with us, but he was like way too young. So I kind of identify with that. Then we kind of get through the, uh, the, the opening of the film. Sean, no, who's the main kid? Patrick? Sean and I'm Patrick. I'm having trouble with the names Sean, here. Sean is, Sean is the main kid. Sean okay. is the one with the younger sister, Phoebe. Then who's the cool guy? We just said that was Rudy. 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 Okay, fuck. No. Mark. You're the only one who keeps saying Sean. <laughs> this is why you'll never be a Rudy, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. This is very Sean behavior. You blew it! Okay, we're over at Sean's house, and his mother gifts him with the diary of Van Helsing. That she found at a yard sale. Yeah. yeah. Weird place to find it. Transylvania straight to where are they? Louisiana, I think. Yeah. So where were they? Because we kept asking that question. We decided maybe in Florida because there's like a marsh. There's a like a neighborhood. There's like a pine forest. So there's... this was all filmed on like film lots on like. Yeah, no Burbank doubt. But I'm just saying, stuff, like, but... where do you think this film actually took place? Though, because like that we were trying to like piece together the environments of like where could this possibly be in, yeah uh or Movistein. it's a very small <laughs> town that has everything a lot of goosebump uh, novels also took place there <laughs> where you just lived right next to a swamp like scaryburg usa yeah it pretty much is just like anywhere usa you've got like a burger king in the middle of the town square with a church a very like classic kind of looking town square that could yeah. have been anywhere uh, you've got like this particular looking school and diner that like Just could be any 50s style diner in your town. Very generic. Well, yeah. they actually went out of their way to make sure it was not named because I, I checked a bunch of information on it to try to find out where it was and it just kept saying small town USA. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, very convenient, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a creepy German guy that lives down the street. Scary German guy. Yeah. Scary well, he's actually guy. a pretty normal guy. He's pretty just- nice creepy from the kid's perspective but once you meet him a la sandlot yeah i was gonna say it's kind of like the sandlot (laughs) type Um, oh yeah you're just a guy all right during this time uh they're scared to go over there and he's gonna come into play later uh as we said they found van helsing's journal and it's all in german so who's gonna translate it creepy german guy yeah and as after he gets the 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 journal of van helsing he's like oh sweet and he's like oh it's in german shit but um (laughs) then he's all like i'm gonna go watch this movie what was it called groundhog day yeah, and at first everyone, yeah, Groundhog Day twelve, and everyone's like, "Ooh, Bill!" You know, like everyone thinks Bill Murray, but no, it's actually like a horror film franchise. And was then, it a real franchise? No, no okay. It's no. I was gonna say, <laughs> and this movie was before Bill Murray's Groundhog Day. Oh, was so, it? Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't yeah, okay. even related in any way. Okay, well then, it was, I, I heard that and I was like, "Is he gonna watch the Bill Murray movie?" And then I was like, "Oh no, they're talking about a horror franchise." But he's really pissed off because his dad, who's a cop has to go leave the house to investigate something that's been happening no, At that elsewhere. time, he thought he was going to go on a date with his wife. Oh, I thought that was, I thought they were going to marriage counselor. So they were going to marriage, yeah. Yeah, they were and, secretly oh, going that's to right. marriage counselor. Going to date for right. marriage counseling. And he's like, you have a five-year-old sister to watch, also as an older sibling, been there. That's actually um, one of my favorite scenes of the film, is, this, is the first scene between the dad and, and Sean. Because it's like, it kind of tells you everything about the house in like, I don't know, what is it, like a five-minute scene? Maybe yeah. not even that long? Like, this film is 80-something minutes. It's really short. And they just kind of get in and out and get you, like, everything you need to know 
out out of the bat. It's great. Yeah, that was a pretty solid scene. Yeah, the follow up scene where you could where he was uh, talking to his wife. You got the whole marriage dynamic right there. Yeah. To your point, real tight, real. I thought that. Whole... And the mom is the mom from Goonies. Yeah. Ah. yeah, which this movie gets compared to a lot. Well, I got to tell you, like I said, I'd never <laughs> seen this, and I was like, oh, I get it. This is just a monsters Goonies. <laughs> so uh, they even had the fat kid. I mean, it was uh, it was very similar i could see why people compare it because that's the first place my mind went to as well and then i had to google which one came first and i was like all right definitely goonies yeah (laughs) i I think they took some nods to that for sure yeah Um, nods plot points uh, meanwhile count dracula's putting the band back together so he's going around getting the frankenstein's monster he's Finding the Wolfman, the Gill Man. I like that scene. That was uh, those scenes. It was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Also, the kind of you know, it was like as he's like as we were introduced to all these monsters before Dracula starts calling them back together. There's a guy in the police station being like, "You gotta lock me up. I'm a fucking werewolf." And they're just like, "Yeah, right. Whatever. Crazy." <laughs> and this dude goes ape shit. Kind of starts like messing things up. And he's like, shoots a gun. He's like, "Lock me up." So and they shoot him dead. They shoot him dead. And straight that guy up. is Jonathan Grease, who's like I think you say it, Grease. He is awesome. You're going to see him in a lot of horror films because he plays like all these great roles in horror films. He's in a. Uh, most people would probably know him as the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? But, no shit. Yeah, that's him. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what most people are going to know him from, but he's done a lot of awesome films. There's actually a movie called Joysticks I think you all would like a lot. He plays, uh, I think, like the main punk character in the film, and he's awesome. He's basically like, he's great in everything he does. Right on. Yeah, so there's that dude, and then also there's a. They have a huge museum that has a mummy exhibit going on in this yeah. town. Also, <laughs> this small town USA just happens to have a big a enough two thousand year old mummy to get a two thousand year old mummy. Well, that thing basically quote unquote walks away as the cops investigate. There's also a swamp where the creature from the Black Lagoon exists. Yeah, um, they're transporting. Frankenstein's monster. That was a cool um, scene too. Yeah, through the they're, air they're and they're flying. It, it happens to fall, Dracula releases it out of a, a plane above this town, so it crashes into the swamp. So, and the know, guy piloting that plane, I realized, is he was in UHF. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the also, guy that had to uh, stop Stanley Spadowski from escaping and gets all the staples <laughs> in his face. He was Richie from Sopranos. Oh yeah, that's so, right. So um, it was cool seeing a couple of these people show up that you've seen in other things. Yeah, there's a lot of like famous early actors in this, um, but yeah. So it just happened that all these monsters coexisted in this one town. This movie's definitely you have to just forget like backstory. You have you to roll suspend disbelief yeah. completely. Also, the amulet of good is here too. Can I guess the only thing that could stop Count Dracula? It probably came with the journal, yeah, uh, in some you know backstory way. Well, they were staying in the house that the garage sale happened at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think some pre- for some that. reason, the monsters moved in. <laughs> like, oh, there was a garage sale here. Oh, you How mean the, the house? You mean the Southern Louisiana plantation house that also yep. just happened to exist in this town with a huge uh, museum and a drive-in theater that's as big as like? I maybe I, like this the the. How much it bothers you that this town has everything? <laughs> it didn't bother me in the sense that it, to me this was like, oh, if they had just made like any Goosebumps book into a movie, this is kind of what they all read like. I live in a pretty major city, and I can't get a fucking sandwich after like nine p.m. to ten p.m. sometimes. So yes, the fact that this town had everything made me really upset that my <laughs> shitty town is like you know a major metropolitan, and I still have to be like, it's ten o'clock. Well, I guess everything's shut down. Well, yeah, but they weren't doing any nighttime shit. It was all, you know. It was the 80s. There was no drive-in movies. Oh, they, they, those all existed in the 80s, though. Can somebody tell me why a stake to the heart wouldn't finish off Dracula? Like, why do we need the amulet exactly? Well, he's super Dracula. Super Dracula. Yeah. 
I don't. I just made that up. I don't know if it's true, but that seemed to be what wow. happened. Because yeah, they were able to kill the three lady Draculas, the lady vampires, who were useless and slow. Yeah, they were like vampire zombies. It was very weird. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. As a kid, though, it was kind of like, oh, hello. Yeah, and then like a 12 year old kid killed all three of them. Yeah, without much effort, to be honest. Uh, well, we're all over the place in this movie. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody want to actually go through plot by plot? We don't need to go plot by I don't plot. Think Let's so. just. Say, let's just say kind of like what you said this magical non-existent town just happens to have all these like monsters in the same location due to happenstance and Dracula is basically going to get everybody back together to basically bring about what the the dark world I never understood his full yeah, movie yeah, he's yeah I don't know what his out. motivation was except to I don't know maybe not be in limbo because limbo probably fucking sucks but he's not <laughs> so. in limbo though well yeah I guess that's what I'm saying they're already, okay. they're already living the dream in this well, town that's got everything why not just he's be happy Dracula. and do it? So from what I understand, <laughs> he's the dream in this town. He's Dracula, bro. He's from what I understand, the amulet is only vulnerable once every one hundred years. Yep. Yeah. So Dracula's trying to destroy it, and today to is sure the only day that he could do yeah. this. He wants to make sure he can never go to limbo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So this is okay. like trying to get rid of his Achilles you know, tendon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, do you guys like Heel that scene doesn't. where uh, Sean was sitting at the table and his dad was talking on the phone and he just starts? Writing down the name of the guy he's talking to, and somehow comes to Dracula. It was Alucard. Yeah, it was Doctor literally just Doctor Alucard. And I saw that, and I was all like, "Hey, look, look, look! That's Dracula backwards." <laughs> and it's funny because, like, I was like, "I was like, you know what that is?" And my roommate was like, "No," and I was like, "It's Dracula backwards." She's like, "So like Nilbog from the movie Goblin Two or whatever." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Oh God, I forgot about that piece of shit." <laughs> but yeah, no, he. The thing is, is like I, I said, that, like what kid immediately reads a name is like, you know what? This has got to be an anagram. <laughs> that kid though, because they're in the monster squad, you know, so yeah, he's on the, the lookout for this shit. So you say he's that paranoid about every single I believe thing that so. comes about. Yes. Kids, kids can be and did this scene happen before or after they meet Frankenstein? This is before. Okay. This well, is before. Yeah. he's looking out for monsters everywhere. The, the movie kid. does recreate the original Frankenstein scene um, whenever the little girl's by the water mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. with Phoebe. So I, I did like that touch. It was nice. Um, also, at the very beginning, at the very beginning, they also recreate when Bela Lugosi and Dracula mm-hmm. is introduced. That scene with the armadillos yeah. is also an homage to the original Dracula film because armadillos were in the original Dracula film. They were. But they weren't supposed to be because they're not indigenous. I made a note that I was like, why the fuck are there armadillos here? And I found out that that's a direct like recreation of a classic Dracula scene, just like the Frankenstein moment. I actually wrote that in my notes. I'm glad Garrett brought it up instead of me because uh, <laughs> it's a thing I always appreciate. Like, because it's in the first like 10 seconds of the film, I was like, all right, I know what this movie's going to be doing. This is great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Frankenstein's monster. I want to talk about him briefly. <laughs> he always ends up being kind of the semi-good guy in a lot of these type films, isn't yeah. he? Why do you think that is? Because Chunk or Sloth was the semi-good guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just taking the role of Sloth. Bingo. We, we needed a Sloth, and damn it, Frankenstein can pull that role. Fuck you for Maybe the- Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> Everybody at once, go! <laughs> he's in general a tragic figure, and yeah. he's he's the least just inherently evil of the monsters, so it's kind of the easiest to just slide on over into good guy. He's yeah. the most existential of the monsters, because, you know, he's like, why the fuck do I exist? And yeah. aren't we all like that a little bit? Oh, boy, tell me about it. And so it's like, you know, creature's is creature, Dracula's Dracula, 
He's very mummy. predatory. He's going to use Frankenstein for his own. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of sociopath, yeah. if you will. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love this Dracula a lot. Uh, he's like one of my favorite interpretations of Dracula for sure. The yeah, he's pretty character. solid. Actually, I feel like all of these characters are my favorite. Like some of my favorite interpretations of these classic Universal monsters for sure. Yeah, that was Duncan Rhaegar as the uh, Dracula, but it was originally supposed to be Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, would have been amazing. Oh, oh, man. A whole different Turn film. that down. <laughs> they actually filmed a scene with Liam Neeson as Dracula, and they just never used it. I feel like this film, like we keep kind of coming back to the plot isn't so much what's important as opposed to like, these are a lot of great scenes and yes. great things that happen and great characters that really could be anything. Like the plot could be anything and yep. it would still be kind of entertaining because it kind of doesn't matter that, yeah, Dracula and why he's in this town and all this stuff. It's like, hey, it's all the universal monsters and they're trying to fight these kids and these kids are like, oh, we're going to kick your ass. That's awesome. Yeah. Everything about that's great. Yeah, they I kill agree. a uh, surprising amount of police officers in this movie. <laughs> oh, dude, my the, the partner, uh, the dad's partner is my favorite cop. So let me get this straight. You telling me there was this 2,000-year-old mummy here, right? Yes, sir. But now he's not here. He's gone. Just, And you're saying you didn't hear anybody come in here or leave. Is that right? Can you hear me now? Hello? My favorite cop in a long time. He's just like, <laughs> I am like the best cop that's ever existed. Dude, and they <laughs> yell everything. So nobody took the mummy. I would have heard them. Of course he would have. A stupid question. Did you take him? No, sir. Just a shot. That's it, Dale. This case is too hard, man. Let's be fireman instead. Take it down a <laughs> yes. notch, man. You don't have to scream at everybody. He's like, oh, I noticed that. I'm a good detective like that. <laughs> I consider this an exciting lead. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm thrilled. Put on an APB. Already did. I'm a very good policeman, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Some yeah. super fucking obvious link. <laughs> he was great. I loved every minute he was on screen. Um, I got to blow say, him up. Yeah, <laughs> he's the black guy and they kill him. Yeah, it first, sucks. He's the first of the cops to go. Again, problematic light. You know, got to have that. But yeah, it's it's in there. I think this movie's effects still hold up. Dude, the uh, costume yeah. and the, the costuming in this was fantastic. Like, the details on all the monsters was insane. I was like, this is better than what we've got in some, like, recent movies. For sure. Um, the mummy looked great. The wolfman looked pretty cool. I wasn't keen on his, like, growling at times, <laughs> but I thought he looked pretty good. That was based off Stan Winston's um, werewolf uh, stuff. They actually, like, went and talked to Stan Winston about that. Oh, really? Yeah. It sounded a little echoey from at times. Like it didn't really match with the rest of the audio. That was my only gripe about it. But I can like see a minor, that. It's a minor thing. Kind of amazing to me that Universal they're trying to make this shared monster universe, a la Marvel now, and well, they, they already they made they this. Were. Yeah, yeah. And they already made this movie. Like, bro, this is how you do it. You don't need a shitty Tom Cruise actually, mummy movie. And- I mentioned that to, uh, to Vanessa. I was like, I was like, yo, straight up, why are they not just trying to remake Monster yeah. Squad? Like, every, every monster has an origin movie, and then it just needs to be a Monster Squad of like old people who had to deal with this shit before. I'd almost skip the origin movies because yeah. they fucking failed at them so well, far. Well, I mean, like, you know, you gotta you gotta have your early cash-ins. You gotta build up to the Avengers. Well, you can't just I have think, the Avengers. I think the thing that John's kind of like, like trying to get to that I think makes this movie kind of effective is like these monsters already exist in uh, in the ether. Yeah. We all know who they are. Like, you know what the, you know what the Dracula is? You know what the mummy is like you've never like most people probably haven't seen those classic films right but they know what they're all about right. and so you just see them on screen like 
15 minutes into this kid's film and you already know like what's right. up Frankenstein yeah. drops in from a fucking plane it's like yeah good enough All right, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it can't work I'm not saying you can't just jump right into it but I'm saying with a, with a studio trying to oh, build yeah. a franchise yeah. you gotta you gotta have a little build up so back nah, to the plot yeah. so basically they're, the monsters are all getting together the monster squad kids or the monster club kids realize there's monsters they're real we have to form a squad to stop them so cue the well, 80s fucking that. montage right oh man that montage that song was, was gold I love that song. That's an amazing song. So cue the 80s montage where everyone's getting ready to fight monsters. One kid's making silver bullets. They're all prepping. Fat the kid's little putting kid, pizza bro, in his pockets. It's the, so 80s that this kid could just make bullets like in shop glass. And everyone's like, yeah, oh, yeah. good enough. And the <laughs> little younger brother who's like about the same age as the little like sister named Eugene is writing a letter to the military. He's like, dear military guys, we have monsters. Please come help. <laughs> and he sends this off to the military. I would also like to point out that he's wearing a Confederate general's hat while fucking writing this letter. I was like, ooh, the Confederacy, huh? Yeah. We're just going to make that statement Spoiler, real quick. Spoiler, the military does show up and the, is completely late. But like, <laughs> late to the party. Year. Yeah, late so they, to the monster party. So the montage happens. They're all going to go fight the monsters. They start fighting the monsters. <laughs> the little sister has to be the virgin to read the the text to send Dracula and everybody well, no, back they, to... They find an older virgin and then she's like, oh, except for this one guy, but he doesn't count. Oh, that's <laughs> right. They think the older sister is a virgin because yeah. she says she is and then she's like, oh, but except for this one dude. Right. That's yeah, what Marcus says they're count. shitty at picking virgins. Yeah, so she, slut uh, she's never also a virgin to begin with. <laughs> Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's less slut shaming and more like, why'd you lie to us? There's a lot at stake here. Yeah. If I was her brother, I'd be like, I'm telling mom immediately that you've had sex with so and so. You're done here. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Get out of here. Like, did she not? I guess not. She didn't. She know the gravitas yeah. of the situation here. Like, I would have loved it that one guy was the Wolfman guy, and she's like, "Ooh, how's it going, Dave?" And he's like, "Oh, how's it going?" But you think Sue? like when she sees this is some real life shit, and they're trying to get her to read out of this book, she'd be like. All right, guys, JK, right. I'm not going to be the right <laughs> yeah. person for y'all. JK, she, she went to I got the, it wet, boys. <laughs> she went to the end of the film going, well, I'm just going to go through the motions. Maybe it'll still work. <laughs> hey, look, if you're going to lie that big, you got you to gotta write it out to the yeah. end. What George Costanza say, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> she really believes it, man. Are we basing our moral compass off George Costanza now? Every day. Oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> I do have one fun fact about that song that y'all love, The Rock Until You Drive. The guy who actually wrote and sang that song uh, did Maniac before literally died after yeah. recording yeah. <laughs> he oh, died like after. the the song from the what, song the maniac Footloose or from whatever Footloose, yeah, oh. he wrote that song too i could see that and i think that was supposed to be for a horror film no. not the maniac horror film but like another horror film <laughs> man went two for two on his songs yeah it was great i'm going to itunes to buy his entire catalog i right recommend it two songs though. <laughs> <laughs> he's the michael frey of like monster movies uh, his name is michael actually there's something about them michaels yeah <laughs> Guys, I gotta say that maniac. this movie, this I'm so happy with this movie because we got to see Dracula's classic signature move, blow shit up with dynamite. <laughs> I was so excited to see that on film. Finally, after years of they overlook it so often. Yeah. He's big into the TNT. Hey, Dad, uh, uh, Count Dracula just blew up my treehouse with dynamite again. <laughs> again? Last week, it was the fish man. Uh, man, I, I actually love that scene. It was just so ridiculous. He does turn into a bat, which is something that modern vampire films have uh, sort of just 
it's really refreshing. It's really refreshing to see classic Dracula yeah. on the screen, not these goddamn twinkling teen <laughs> vampires and hey, all the other hey, crap. You watch your mouth, all right? New Moon was pretty great. <laughs> well, no, we can, you, just, you can oh, leave, definitely. by the way. You can leave. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it was great to basically see a movie not omit, like, oh, we don't want to use the garlic thing because that's too like every standard classic, like how to hurt a monster, was in full effect in this movie for yeah. sure. Yeah, all your universal classic monsters represented very well in this film. Wait, my understanding is only werewolf and Dracula have weaknesses. The mummy and Frankenstein. Frankenstein's afraid of fire. Oh, mummies, you just unravel them. Yeah, I was actually yeah. pretty disappointed with how the mummy went down, man. That was, uh, <laughs> You're like a joke. He was a punk. <laughs> hey, let me take this bow and arrow. I'm going to take your little rag and shoot it into a tree, and you'll unravel and just be a skull, and that's Look, it. The, the monsters were very accepting back then. They were ahead of the time. They were like, yeah, sure, he's slow and he's got problems, but you know, we're not going to discriminate Ooh, against you think he would just let go. <laughs> right, that would have been his <laughs> He would have survived to fight another day. He could wrap himself back up and yeah. then gone to the end of the All finale. All he had to do is just release. He's got that he's got that he's got that monkey syndrome. He can't let go of the date, <laughs> yeah. so he's stuck in the trap, you know. How did the fish man get it? I don't remember. He got shot by Horace, right? Yeah. Fish yeah. Man oh, got shot and by he goes, Horace. My name is Horace, and then he cocks the shotgun. Right, that was a good scene. I'm glad we found out that Wolfman has nards, too. Yeah. Was really that, was, that was that. key in the trailer. It was like, Wolfman's got nards. No, that was all. literally the line that I quoted a thousand times as a kid. Oh, everyone who saw this movie quoted that line. It yeah. was great. So, uh, real quick, uh, the scary German guy, they actually go to, the, to meet the scary German guy to get him to translate Van Helsing's um, diary. And they find out the scary German guy is a really nice, just really cool older gentleman. who Gives him pie it. and everything. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, really what you the kids pie. like? He's got a little yeah. knife. He's like, some more pie? And it's like, oh, surprise. He's not a crazy Isn't man. it when like shit's going down to, he's like, why don't we just go home and eat some pie? Oh, yeah, no, he's <laughs> yeah. going on like, yo, let's just write, this is going to happen. Uh, what, so what was the downside of Dracula destroying the amulet? I mean, so those monsters exist. Dracula gets just to be Dracula. I mean, yeah. was they, his, did he have a bigger goal than... Well, it's, a, it's an amulet of good, and I guess we've kind of deciphered that you need that amulet to open the portal limbo i guess where you're stuck forever but he's saying if it was destroyed so what but yeah i think yeah. then dracula you know one maybe yeah like we always was saying maybe it's just all the good in the world's gone or maybe then he could move to stage two of the plan but what which was, <laughs> but the thing is like you know like stage two is like what make more vampires because i mean we could just easily yeah. stake them through the heart but i think it's a kid's movie and they didn't intend anyone no, I, to dive I, this I deeply into uh, well i think there was a lot that was cut out i know a lot that was cut out so like the original like hold on i found this which was crazy um according to director fred decker shane black's first draft of the screenplay was so huge that the opening of the film featured van helsing accompanied by zeppelins and hundreds of men on horseback storming dracula's castle decker stated that this sequence would have cost more than the final budget of the film so evidently like (laughs) shane black's script was fucking massive and they also had to cut 13 minutes of the movie because the the studio didn't want um the movie to be more than 190 or uh, an hour and 30 minutes so they had to cut 13 minutes of plot. Yeah, it's probably all and about, you know, phase two of that's the project. all phase two. He's like, all right, gentlemen, sit down. I want to go over they, this. They cut the exposition dump, and it's yes. like, thanks. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. the film suffers in the, in the really words, at all. In the words, the title card, you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> I have, no, I, I, at no point in watching the movie did I actually 
care about what the motives of the monsters were. <laughs> I was like, aren't right, they monsters? They're just doing monster shit. See, that's shit. how we watch movies differently, John, because I'm sitting there going like, so what is his ultimate goal here? I mean, you know, sometimes I Why I is feel the cool kid Rudy acting the way he is? What is he hiding? Because if you look behind those eyes, he's really <laughs> compensating for something. Like, is he abused at home? What's going on? Right. But you got a whole different movies to is different he secretly, Is he secretly gay and you he's know? putting on this bravado to basically well, saw how tight those jeans were in that very slow pan Bro, up of... he ain't gay. He's been watching girls undress Good with point. those binoculars Look in the 80s, man. Movie. You had to go through the motions because it just wasn't accepted the way it was. I, mean, <laughs> I just remember... There's some who are married with kids and they, you know... It's a kid's movie, so its target audience is 11. They probably aren't putting so much critical thinking skills into uh, this movie. They were just like, fucking, it's Dracula. That's awesome. And that's how I watched it. It works that way. So the film ends, uh, Dracula is getting, they finally get Phoebe to start reading the book, the incantation to open up the whole limbo. Dude, they really, you only loosely had to read that incantation because she was not doing a good job. Oh, she was doing such a bad job. But I mean, she's a little kid. I mean, no, yeah. I, I don't blame her. <laughs> her I bl- German's rusty. Just saying, though, the rules of the incantation are pretty loose. <clears throat> I feel like the rules of everything in this movie are a little bit loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they could have just gotten like a what are they speech to speech to voice thing. Yes, and just type and it doesn't it have to be a female. <laughs> yeah, version, nowadays I feel like this. Your phone and Siri, read this book. <laughs> I mean, does it have to be a female version? Because I feel like the boys. Horace ain't got none. I'll tell you that much. That kid is a virgin. <laughs> they could have like basically no, been like, like you said, a second for whatever ago, reason. Might have been a different movie if we had known he had. So you know. Oh, yeah. see, I would love if they just went through everybody and slowly one by one, everyone's just like, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> and just slowly one by one, like everything is just like, oh, okay, we got to talk, guys. From now on, I'm known as the player, not the fat kid. <laughs> the fat player. That's how they would have done it in the '80s, man. And he's uh, he's Biggie Smalls, guys. Yeah. My name. So while Dracula's getting sucked into limbo, he actually gets staked in the heart. But I don't know if that actually got rid of him because as he's going into limbo, old Van Helsing pops out at the end and drags him in with him and gives everybody the thumbs up. Hell yeah. The classic 18th century (laughs) sign of good job. This? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was my shit over here. Didn't you think that the, the thumbs up? Was like, like, how oh. did he know of that move? Can this Dracula like become? I don't know, not transparent, but like not not <laughs> like mist. Yeah, because he got shot. Yes, non corporeal. Thank there you. Go. He got shot, and it didn't seem to. I'm like, the smart the one. Bullets, of the podcast like, went through. <laughs> yeah, he. Oh, wait, at some point, there's a ghost car. The yes, cops drive through a ghost, a ghost car. car. What was the deal with that? He planned it. You know, he had time. He, he made he his vehicle chicken. non-corporeal. Yeah, yeah, he did that. Oh, so was that? Did have was that. that Dracula in that car? That was yeah. Dracula in that car. So oh, I guess I he has that the power. <laughs> Is that a standard Dracula power? Phantom car. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm pretty sure I've seen it in Dark Shadows. I feel like the rules of Monster Squad were really thought out, so it might be <laughs> legit. This anyway. movie is pretty is pretty good with like callback to classic monster yeah. and horror stuff. Uh, like, for instance, in the clubhouse, I'm just going to throw this out there. I know for sure they've got Return of the Living Dead poster. Mm-hmm. They've got a Vampire Circus poster. Um, I want to say the Bean poster. And then uh, what, like, I want to say Destroy All Monsters, which I'm pretty sure had come out by that time, also in there. That's a pretty badass clubhouse. Yeah, it's a great clubhouse full of great monster stuff. It also had a view of uh, the older sister getting naked. So it was a yeah, pretty amazing Yeah, at the same time clubhouse. every day. She gets naked in front of a window, Which like we everybody all do. does. Yeah. yeah, we all do that. Well, bad news: Dracula blew it up with dynamite, so you can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on the film? Oh, I've got so many thoughts on this. I have film. so many thoughts on this. First film. off, how do you end this movie or have a montage and not use the fucking monster mash? That was infuriating <laughs> to me. As my favorite song in all time, the fact that Monster Mash was not in this movie 
is just mind-boggling. So I had a real problem with that, although they did give me something that I love in movies. It's the end of the movie's post-credits rap about everything that just happened <laughs> in the movie. So, yeah, they don't R.I.P. Do Will Smith, n- the Monster Squad enough rap. of... Uh... Of, uh, yeah, Ghostbusters 2 had a rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters 2 had a rap at the end, too. Do you think it would be unfeasible to to find an up-and-coming rap artist and just have him make his career taking current films and making a <laughs> recap rap about every movie? So you could, if you wanted to just have a companion album to every current movie, you could put out like nine albums a year. I mean... Anything's possible with the internet, so up-and-coming rappers. I don't have the stills, but there you go. If you're listening, you're an up-and-coming rapper, you're like, yo, what is going to be my thing? There it is. End of movie recap raps. Yummy Mummy and the Monster Squad. MC Yummy Mummy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll give it to you. It took a second, but it's got a nice flow to it. I think I think I like That's it. That's a name you could use, or you could get a better one. So. <laughs> it's up to you, yeah. listener. We're not what saying you're stuck do? with that shit. I'm just saying, you know, hey, if you're really that low on the bottom of the barrel. Hey, Wiz Khalifa's coming to town. You could hit him up, Garrett, and be like, hey, there I got go. an idea for your next thing. I know you're doing the rolling papers now, but I got something else you can be doing. I'm going to hit up Mike D from Beastie Boys. I'm like, I know you guys aren't doing that anymore, but I've got something for you here, pal. New persona. <laughs> Well, as Leroy hinted at at the beginning, this film uh, had a budget of $12 million, only grossed $3,769,990 <laughs> <laughs> So this was a real flop then. Oh, yeah, but huge. it did turn into a cult classic. I think everybody in the 80s probably saw it at one point on video. Um, I mean, most people I've talked to, except for John, evidently, have seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd never even heard of this movie. In fact, when I, I I didn't even know what to look for, and I was like, is this the right movie? <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to So you had the experience I had growing up, basically, but imagine that your whole life. Yeah. Funny enough, I actually rediscovered this film, I want to say, like, maybe four, whenever, like, just right before it became suddenly a cult classic that everyone was talking about, uh... I was sitting down with my girlfriend at the time, now wife, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie as a kid, but I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm not sure if, like, this is the movie I'm thinking of. And as soon as we put it on, it's like... Just over and back, over. Yeah, and I was like, back. holy shit, I know, I know exactly what he's going to say. I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> this whole film was just hitting me in like some acid flashback. Like a beautiful mind moment. You it was. See the whole shit. It. it was like the Matrix. I, I wonder if everything. that happened with my roommate because she, she kept like, I don't know this movie. And I like showed her the trailer and she's like, I think I've seen this movie. Yeah. And then we watched this movie. I'd be, I'd be curious to know if like that's actually what happened with her too. Most likely because for me it was like, <laughs> hey, Vanessa, did that shit flash back to you? Did you remember that movie as we watched it? Okay, so you heard it here first, yes. <laughs> I'm sure I peaked the mic bad on that. Monster it's Squad. <laughs> it's the acid flashback you've always wanted. But it was funny because like afterwards, like my, my, my wife had never seen it. She had never, I don't even know if she'd even heard of it, and she loved it. And then afterwards, I was like, I ran around the house like excited about finally finding this movie that I'm I... I'm not crazy. I did you, put, I did you put pants on this time? I did have pants on, I think, at the time. Did you turn on Maniac and start doing the flash dance? <laughs> I probably Ooh. did. I was just that ex- I was so stoked. This is a good stoked. movie. I yeah, mean, it's I, a great movie. Yeah. So, John, you're, you're a pro this movie? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's... A, yes, it's a good movie. Would I like ever just throw it on and watch it? Probably not. But am I happy that I saw it? Yes. Would I recommend people watch it? Yeah, definitely. I think everybody should check it out. It's fun. It's a fun family uh, monster movie. Good introduction for the kiddies. 
it did spark a memory for me, actually. <laughs> Not about this movie, but um, oftentimes... About realizing that you weren't a virgin? No. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 I thought you were still a virgin. Uh, don't oh, tell no. my wife. But, That's why that incantation um, never worked. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, we've talked about what our first horror movies were, and I'm always just like, yeah, it's kind of hazy. And this reminded me, when I was a really little kid, we used to watch like Abney and Costello meets the Wolfman. Oh, yeah. And Abney and Costello meets the Mummy. And I think those were like the first movies I've ever seen that had like a horror tint to them or a monster tint to them. Uh, and they were really good. I should rewatch those. I forgot about all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, those were, those were OG movies, man. Did you guys watch this prior to the classic Universal black and white monster movies, or was it reversed? Because I think I'd seen those growing up for sure, like Wolfman, Frankenstein versus Wolfman, yeah, uh, Count Dracula, all that. stuff. I never really saw the Universal monster no? movies as a kid. I mean, I would say Monster Squad. That time frame is about the time when I started like watching movies, and so I mean, you know, Karate Kid, Goonies, that kind of stuff. And then, so I think this would have been one of the early if you want to call it horror type, you know, entry levels for me, that and watching The Shining underneath the table <laughs> when I shouldn't have. Was there any other uh, entry horror films that you, or media you might have gotten into that piqued your interest into the whole genre? Well, you mentioned The Witches, and I, it wasn't for me, but I know that was like a big thing for a lot of like the girls I knew at the time. Like that was a movie that they all kind of got into and was like, oh. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a big one. Uh, Ghostbusters for me, biggest one. I had it on a tape that probably watched it 400 times growing up. <laughs> Absolutely love that movie. I want to get a consensus real quick. Mark, Ghostbusters 2, yay or nay? Uh, big yay for me. Leroy? Uh, I'm kind of like here or there. I haven't seen it in forever. I just remember liking it as a kid. I don't even know if I've seen it recently in the last decade. So I'll say I'll go like halfway. Okay. John? That's fine. Oh, yeah. For okay. sure. <laughs> I'm kind of torn on Ghostbusters too. I, I like certain aspects of it, like the dude, Yanish. I love that. Is he out of... Is Vigo. Is Vigo. <laughs> but like the overall You're plot like of that movie, him. I'm just kind of like... Walking uh, Statue of Liberty? How could you not I love hated that so movie. much. I was no, like, uh, I'm It was out. fun as a kid, man. Yeah. Come on. Okay. We had a Nintendo controller controlling the Statue of Liberty. And sorry to de- derail there. I just was curious <laughs> because like <laughs> Ghostbusters 1 is such like an amazing, like, well done... I want to call it almost a perfect movie. And Ghostbusters 2 is so missed for me. I feel like maybe the influence of the real, real Ghostbusters cartoon maybe had some influence on the second film. Because it was definitely more family friendly going in than the first one was, I'd say. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I, uh, Ghostbusters 2, there's a whole thing we could talk about there. <laughs> but I really liked it. I felt like it was a very... Uh, where else are you going to go from the Ghostbusters, man? I think going back to... Uh, Reboot it with women, apparently. Yeah, you can do that. But going back to the uh, the introduction to horror thing, it's funny because again, like watching this as an adult and like growing up, not not knowing that this movie existed, man, but it did. Uh, uh, it's funny, like watching it as an adult now and being like, it, literally everything I like about monsters and horror films or anything in general is in one movie. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. This is probably my favorite movie of all time, hands down. Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies often. I try not to watch a movie more than two or three times if I can help it as a rule. Um, but I probably watch this movie at least once a year, if not, and not during Halloween. Like I'll just throw it on just cause it's fun. Uh, and it's funny cause like you were talking about, uh, Fred Decker's like IMDb page or whatever. Uh, this basically killed his career. He even, it says like the movie was such a big bomb that the only thing he did next was Robocop three. And then that wow. was pretty much it. That was a bomb too. So. And that was also a bomb, but that how was do you actually think, bad. How do you think that guy feel? God, I'd love to like 
find out if he's on Twitter and ask him. Like, how he's do you think that Facebook. guy feels bit I've like about him. like knowing that something yeah. you did that almost killed your career is now beloved? Like, would you be I, okay well, with that? I know that, they've or done would a you lot be... of showings recently, or like in the last ten years or so that have been sold out and stuff. So he's been on tour. You could probably find shit on YouTube. I know. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like, would you be okay? Like, like Mark. You know, you cut that. You cut that great album. Everyone that fucking hated it. You don't get to basically like play anymore. But ten years from now, everyone loves that album, and it's hailed as an amazing ska album. He's probably like, like you know, man. are you okay with that? Yeah. Are you okay that like your ska career is dead, but He's you have that one album? Okay with the residual checks that are now finally coming in. I, think the I don't think are a really lot of people are getting res- talking about ska. All of a sudden, <laughs> I don't think uh, Mark is in the ska. By the way, Mark. listeners. Um, I, I think I think there's got to be some vindication for him. You know, this much time has passed and people still love his film. I think that feels pretty good. Um, you know, it's not the audience's fault that he never got to make anything. It's the studio's fault. But that's part of the game, though. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. like, yeah. you know, that's... Do you, like, you sons of bitches, if you would have given me another <laughs> chance, maybe I could have made another Monster no. Squad that would have been just as beloved. I would or argue- do you think he's like... Well, I had my one good thing, and I can die happy. Some of the blame has got to fall on him, because, I mean, you follow up with RoboCop 3. <laughs> like, let's be real Well, here. Hollywood's kind of crazy like that. You take what you can get. I mean, you know. Right, but as a director, I'm sure he had, you know, some creative input into making, I don't know, maybe not a child's movie. Maybe you don't <laughs> give him a jetpack. Maybe you don't do a lot of stupid-ass shit. And sometimes you just get hired and they're just like, you make the fucking movie as it is on the page. You shut your mouth or you don't get a paycheck. Well, you quit. So who it knows? Yeah, I agree. Again, you you get into that whole, that's that's a much deeper conversation. But <laughs> I just always wonder about that, you know, like, because there's a lot of like punk bands, you know, that like just did terrible. And then like years later, they're like, oh, this is one of the greatest punk albums ever. And it's like, well, they all are working as plumbers now. It's like, yeah. do you think they're like, <laughs> well, thank God that album became popular because I'm loving my job as a, a vet tech, you know? If you're a washed up celebrity you and you're listening, oh. I would love Danzig, Danzig as a vet, as a vet tech. tech. If you're a or washed you're up a celebrity tech. and you're listening to this podcast, please get at us so that Karen could ask you a couple of questions about how it feels to be uh, on the F list. I don't want to say on the F list. I'm just saying, you know, do you think it's... I've always wondered about that because as someone who does art, I'm not going to do it professionally because I know where I sit in the food chain. <laughs> but like, you know, like if I did something and like later on, like it became super famous, uh, I'm like, oh, if you would give me a chance, I could have done something more. Or do you think I'd just be happy with that one thing? I, I, he's again, happy that it happened while he's alive. Think about how many artists didn't become famous <laughs> till after they're dead. And, oh, that's and a then good they're point. really. I mean, oh, that's a real fucking so, bummer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this might all get edited out, ladies and gentlemen. But I just was curious about this conversation, so. Art talk. <laughs> Welcome back to Was Your Life Worth It? <laughs> In 2008, they were going to try to reboot this film um, by Michael Bay's Platinum Dunes. That's the same guys that did the remake of Texas Chainsaw, Jason, and Freddy. Uh, I hope Michael Bay was planning to direct this one himself personally. So that there could be, I mean, dynamite's involved. Imagine Michael so, Bay. Oh my god, oh my god. that'd be a Phoebe's like yes. jumping out of the window, like <laughs> you guys. Uh. Dracula lights the dynamite, an atom bomb explosion yeah. goes off in the backyard. Fuck, Half yeah. the town's burnt down. Like. Anyway, uh, Phoebe this, walks in, does the Nicolas Cage hair wave from Con Air. Yes. Oh, I would fucking love that movie. <laughs> the uh, Monster Squad community was not too hot on this idea. Um, I'm sorry, the Monster Squad community. Yeah, There's a council. Do you as, think these guys a, are self-appointed? Uh, they yes, weren't too hot on it. Yeah. And as Leroy's a, a member, so yeah, let's yeah. be nice here. <laughs> no, I mean, I would say, like, I, I would have been fine with it, because, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but 
it would help the original film a lot yep. if people were like, man, this movie sucked or was great. Hey, let's go check out the original, right. too. That's a good point. And not all of the remakes that that company made were bad. I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one wasn't half bad. I'll stand by that. Not all remakes are terrible, which I'm pretty sure you all have said in your like remakes. Yes. Episode two, was it? It was. Oh, yeah. my God. There you go. Go back to the Throwback episode. Oh, I have a real unpopular show. opinion, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to get so much fucking hate mail for this. Uh-oh. It had a ton of problems, and there definitely was no excuse for some of the what happened, but... I did not think the female Ghostbusters was that bad. Actually, I'm with you on that. Okay. I, I saw I it recently yeah. too, and it kind of comes to like a thing, like when we talk about Goonies. Like, so I always get kind of annoyed when people compare this film to Goonies, and I get why they do. But I actually feel like it's a little more like it, where it's like a group of kids who are kind of losers fight evil forces in their town, and in the that. book it. Um, you know, there's like the Wolfman and, and yeah. I think Dracula's in the book too, that's right? True, that's true. Yeah. yeah. There's no kid orgy scene in this movie, luckily, or in the in the new one. But you know, that would have fucked up the version thing for everybody <laughs> yeah, in this exactly. film that, if there was. Uh but yeah, like I, I feel like this movie's a little more like it, where it's like again, kids fighting this evil force thing. Um, you know, not so much like Goonies. Schlock ages really well, I find. Like when you go back to watch the original Resident Evil movies, they I saw them recently and oh, they're you not watch that your mouth. bad. Oh, <laughs> they're no. not. They, I'm sorry, you're they, both wrong about that. They aged okay. I'm yes. not going to say they're great, but when you watch them now, it's like okay, this is pretty dumb fun. And like, yeah. I we're going to be a doing week. a Resident Evil episode. <laughs> where we talk about some games and we go back and revisit the first movie. And I will tell you right now. <laughs> I do not think you're correct on that. I hope I'm wrong, but oh, that movie was so. I'm bad. gonna say it again. Slock ages fairly yes. well. Like it's less bad than you remember. It's a fun movie. If you're thinking it's like a some sort of deep existential horror film, it's not. <laughs> but is it a fun fucking movie? It's a fun zombie movie for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, unless you guys got anything else, that'll do it. For do we have a grave episode. mistake for this movie? I forgot to would do one that. say would one say there was a great mistake for this movie i a what now i can't think so if they, was Didn't. there one mistake that in took the, you out of the film yeah was there one thing that basically almost ruined the movie for you uh, i mean i've already said like this is my favorite film of all time <laughs> hands down like number one never gonna be removed i think um not saying what town this was was a real big no there was thank no, you john thank you there was no grave mistakes for me this was a well done movie i oh, really enjoyed it's it. probably using the four uh anti-homo slurs up front oh sure yeah, yeah um, i, I, I could see how that could immediately turn some folks off and they would just shut the film yeah, off push through that because it, it, but even nowadays i'm just gonna and this is not excusing it but even nowadays if you hang out with kids there's oh, some yeah. things that come out of their mouth and they know better but i mean at that age you just said shit to people yeah. Especially yeah. your friends. But again, not excusing it. I'm just saying like... It's just shocking to hear because a movie would never do that now. But... Um, true. Yeah, true. Even though kids in real life... I yes. mean, no one's born woke. So, right. you, know, you know, you grow up and you accept people, hopefully, as you get older. But... Yeah. Uh, Jump on Xbox Live. Nobody woke on that. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Yeah, there wasn't nearly enough your mom jokes for uh, 2018. So, <laughs> no, I, I have no mistakes. This was a good one. I would say for me, the only thing is, is like in the beginning where um, the older brother from the Wonder Years crushes a candy bar into the ground <laughs> and then Rudy's like, eat it, pick it up and eat it. And everyone's like, oh, like we all haven't picked up candy off the ground and eaten it. Like that was the one thing I was like, this is not that bad of a punishment, you guys. <laughs> like, I mean, well past I don't good. make it a habit of eating ground candy, but I mean, <laughs> as a kid, you've dropped your candy bar and be like, ah, fuck it. I'm still good with this. Like I, if, if a bully was, was like, it was eat it, I'd be like, and stepped on. 
I think that's what makes the the difference. It wasn't just dropped. It was, I mean, he had to like peel it off the pavement. There were probably rocks in it. And it wasn't his candy bar. It was Horace's. But he just opened it up. He saw him open it up. It's not like he like, you don't know what Horace was doing with that candy bar before he showed up. (laughs) It's been in Fat Kid's pocket, dude. I don't want to eat Fat Kid pocket candy. I'm just saying, for me, that was like, they made it like this whole like, there's no way he's going to, I was like, who gives a shit, man? If it means not getting your ass kicked, eat a piece of that candy bar. We've all picked up ground candy. Okay, well, some I of us have picked like up ground Garrett candy. I think Garrett looked straight at me when he said that, too. <laughs> I think it's, it's more of my vision. Yeah, okay. my vision. It wasn't anything I personal. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the act of humiliation, more so than the act itself. That's true. So There you anyway. go. There's our great mistakes. <laughs> Where was it, and who cares about ground candy? <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's it, that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank Leroy for joining us as guest host today. You got some knowledge. You dropped some bombs on us, man. We appreciate it, Leroy. It was awesome. Thanks. I hope to come back because I have like a million other films that I think y'all would enjoy, uh, even if, um, you know, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, information that brought you here. That's the, first the kind place. of endorsement you want to hear before you see a movie, right? <laughs> John. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with them. Uh, wait, cool. drop those knowledge bombs. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. We'll see you next time. <laughs>